This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Hello everyone, this is No No No, and today I'll be telling you all about dreams. We dream to live, but do we live to dream? It seems to me that dreams are primarily an evolutionary tactic designed to help us live better. Sleep Review states that dreaming helps us with memory, emotion, and even nightmares can help keep us on guard. Just as a dog dreams of chasing and being chased, we too play out our fears and desires to better prepare ourselves. It's a way of processing the things that we're not brave enough to face in our waking lives. Our means of living are far more complicated than dogs are, and so our dreams are more abstract and specific, becoming unclear guides of the unconscious mind, not all of which should be listened to. The subconscious mind is, after all, still your mind, and can be at times just as confused as your waking self. But all in all, our dreams have good intentions. It is the mind attempting to help itself live better. The question is of how far down the rabbit hole goes. Are you dreaming at this very moment? Is there such thing as a subconscious web theory? Or are our dreams just meaningless mind gunk that we're better forgetting in the morning? We all dream, and I think it's important that we try and remember our dreams and think deeply about what our subconscious minds could be telling us, if it's anything at all. If you're an abstract thinker, does it not make sense to have abstract dreams? In this podcast, we'll be taking a deep dive into the subconscious mind, but note that I consider the following concepts largely as fringe theories. I think the most logical explanation is that we dream to help us live. How many lives we're living is beyond me. Now onto the question of whether dreams are equal to, if not indistinguishable from, waking reality. There have been instances of people living out entire lives in dreams and in comas, even if they were only seconds long. One such instance is one I refer to often in my podcasts. A parallel life awoken by a lamp. Could it be possible that we live out concrete lives in our dreams? Time seems to move much slower in dreams. And while there is some evidence that suggests this is a trick of the mind, it could be possible that you live out multiple days, even years, in your dreams. Who's to say what you're unaware of? You're unaware of it. I've had incredibly specific and detailed dreams about things that could have happened, about people who I wouldn't normally see altogether in waking life, but then I see those people the very next day. I've also had dreams that make no sense at all, but is there an alternate reality in which they do? Do I dream those realities into existence? Or is the transmission just foggy, and I'm glimpsing into another world through a smoky mirror? P- 
panpsychicism is essentially the belief that consciousness is a concrete, tangible material, not so different from the physical world. It provides a solid answer to the hard problem of consciousness, as there otherwise seems to be an unbridgeable gap between the physical world and consciousness. But what if the physical world is consciousness, and vice versa? It would explain all the moments in which life just doesn't seem real, all the unbelievable coincidences, all the unreal experiences that make it all seem like a narrative. But whose narrative would it be? Our dreaming minds? The daydreams of a god? Or are we tied together in a universal consciousness, like butterflies caught on a spider's web? Now onto the subconscious web theory. This is what separates these kind of ideas from solipsism. It's not that you're dreaming and no one else is real. It's that we're all in the same dream together. I could be a lifetime in your 10 second coma, and at the same time I could be your best friend in what you consider your waking life, or even just someone you met once at a bus stop. We're all stuck together on this complicated web that stretches across multiple lives and experiences. It could explain why our dreams sometimes feel so real, and why we dream of people we know. Who knows what we dream about and forget? We could be living our entire lives in our dreams. Which begs the question, what happens when you don't sleep? Do your other lives continue on? Do they catch up in your next sleep? Is it murder not to sleep? What about the things you imagined? Are they equal to reality too? If I fly in a lucid dream, am I really flying? Is Harry Potter a physical person because I can picture him in my head? <laughs> it's these kind of questions that lead me to believe that not all consciousness is equal, at least to reality. And a lot of people who follow panpsychicism don't think this way. They believe that there are different levels of consciousness and these levels go lower down the ladder of life forms and some people even believe that non-living things have some form of consciousness too. Philip Goff, a philosopher at Durham University says, human consciousness is not something extra nor even something all that special. It's just a variation, albeit a very complex variation, on a theme that runs through all matter. While there are very few answers to these abstract questions, and it seems much more likely that dreams are a scientific phenomenon rather than a spiritual one, I still believe that dreams are very important. The things that happen in our heads may not be identical to the things outside of it, but that doesn't mean that they aren't valuable. The worlds in our heads are at times far more beautiful than this one. We can build careers around them, we can change minds, we can create and shape this reality into a better one through fantasy. There are plenty of artists who have stated that they were inspired by dreams, such as John Lennon and Christopher Nolan, the creator of Inception. And you'll be surprised by how many songs and poems mention the word dream. I'm not asking you to believe in all these abstract theories I'm suggesting. Not even I'm saying they're true, but what I do ask of you is that you stay in touch with your dreams and the worlds behind your world.
keep a dream journal if that works for you, or even just a voice recording of what you remember in the morning. The only reason I remember my dreams is because I write them down before they disappear. Something I learned about today is a mind map where you kind of write down a brainstorm of all the symbols and things that happen in your dreams and then write from there. You'll be surprised about the adventures you forget and the things you can learn from remembering them. All in all, I hope that after listening to this, you've started thinking a bit deeper about your dreams because doing so could very well make them real in some place in time. And speaking of songs that were inspired by dreams, I'll now play for you Number Nine Dream by John Lennon, Leave It In My Dreams by The Voids, and Gotta Get Up by Kali Uchis.
catch No, No, No with your host, Noah, every second and fourth Friday of the month at 4.30 p.m. on Canterbury's access radio station, Plains FM.